0: Corner. We're your hosts, Zor and Reverend Slippery, Reverend Slippery. and uh, we're back once again. Uh, we didn't quite make it last month. We were supposed to. We're going to have one uh, in November. We were going to do uh, a little bit of mini-interviews at the Damascus uh, event, but everybody got chatting and just different things going on, so it uh, kind of didn't happen. So I was saying to, uh, saying to the Reverend here, well, last week I we tried to get together last week, but I ended up just way too busy. I was uh, traveling for work, so the last three weeks I've been on the road, so it's a little bit hard. And the holidays are about to hit, so wanted to try and get something done ahead before uh, before the craziness really starts. So, so uh, for this uh, for this month, we're going to hit on a couple of uh, topics that have been going on across the site. Um, the biggest one is probably going to be about the release of OpenCaching.com. Um, but in uh, regular geocaching news, there's hasn't been a whole lot going on. Uh, we were talking earlier about the fact that geocaching.com itself was uh, down for maintenance. You couldn't uh, you couldn't use the site for a good part of today. I worked last night a midnight shift, so I tested it and it was down. Oh, was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went on this morning to I think just check like events and new caches or whatever, and it wouldn't come up. And then it it's it did come up but was really slow. It's it, still slow and there's still people having issues with
1: um, emails. They get emails of new listings that were published.
0: Okay. And when they
1: click on the link, they won't load up, it gives them a blank page.
0: Oh really. So the link
1: in the email is not loading up the pages. And that was hmm. I just checked that not long, maybe an hour ago.
0: Okay. Now, I, I was able to get into listings, but I got the my pocket query emails came through multiple times. I got my Moncton Pocket Query, which I have run every day, yeah. and I, I got that this afternoon, and then I got it like two hours ago again, so uh, hopefully they, uh, they work out the bugs. There was somebody talking
1: on the forums today about running a Pocket Query for their finds, and they got discrepancies in the numbers. So it was, one guy said he did it three times, and there was 20 missing each time. Really? Really? Yeah. So, hmm. And supposedly that's one of the upgrades is you can run your finds query Three times a week now as opposed to once a week. Okay, okay. But I guess they haven't really released everything that they changed yet.
0: Yeah, I didn't see any release notes on what's, what's new. And all I did see was that it was a, It seemed to be a big infrastructure upgrade, upgrading hardware and that kind of thing to support the on so the background. The loads, said, so.
1: What's going to happen next Tuesday is the, the big
0: day. Yeah.
1: And somebody, one of the lackeys had a quote that said, it's going to be wow, you guys are going to be amazed at the changes.
0: Yeah, I uh Let's wait and see. yeah, I saw a, a post from I don't remember where it was, but one of the reviewers said, I've been granted permission to show you this yeah. and he had two screenshots and one was of the new maps and one was of a rating system. Yeah. And he said so he wouldn't say much more than that. And then on Facebook today I saw the video yeah, they posted a video of the new the ba- the maps beta, which which looks pretty cool. It really uh,
1: for anyone who hasn't seen it, you can look at all the geocaches in Europe on on this video. Not just 500; it doesn't exceed your limit. Yeah, you can see
0: everything in Europe in this in the sample they give. So that it's, it'll be very interesting to, if there is no longer a limit on how many caches you can see on a map. Then that'll be uh, that'll definitely be interesting to see because. You bring up even just New Brunswick alone. I mean, we've got what seventy five hundred caches in the province, so yeah. it'll be pretty cool to see that. And, that. and we're small compared to some of the states down in the U.S. So, so it's convenient how this is coming up. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, the other, uh, the big sort of uh, news in the world of geocaching, at least in the last uh, month and a half, is the fact that OpenCaching dot com was launched by Garmin. And uh, we're going to have a, a pretty, that's one of our, this month's topics that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. It's basically Garmin's own version of geocaching.com. They're, they've really, they've opened their own site to sort of compete with Groundspeak, and uh, there's all kinds of things to talk about that. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll get to that. Um, so recent events in caches, it's been a slow, uh, last month and a half, has been kind of slow on events in the area, it seems. Yeah, I had... The one at Damascus, yeah. There's been the breakfasts and nothing else. Yeah, it seems like the Tri City Breakfast in Moncton. That's basically all that's been going on. There's <laughs> well, the, the Turds Group has been busy. He's been he's been away and doing stuff, so,
1: <laughs> so he hasn't had any events. I imagine he'll get back into it again. The Tri Tri City Urban.
0: Oh yeah, the
1: that, Turds. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. Urban Recreation and Dining Society. <laughs> So uh, I'm sure he'll be he'll be getting up and going soon again. Yeah. He goes through phases. Yeah, I told him I invited him. Zonker, we're talking about. I invited him,
0: and he said he just couldn't make. it. And I said, "Well, we'll talk about you anyway." <laughs> well, there you go, Zonker. You've been mentioned in the podcast. Yeah, because yeah, he's usually yeah he usually does a an event every mu- well not every couple of yeah, months. Yeah, he or does so. four or five a year. He yeah, going in every once in a while. Yeah, so yeah, so that's. Uh, yeah, so there hasn't been many events, so hopefully, I mean, I, we've got a few coming up in the the next couple of months, but uh, you know how it is in the wintertime, it seems like caching slows down, which is, yeah. you know, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about the winter contest too, so uh, hopefully that is, you know, spawns some more events and so forth, but as far as uh, cash is in the area, I was trying to go back as far as, I could, like, back in the list while the site actually was working for the five minutes that I went on <laughs> for this today, I... Uh, I noticed, well, I'd seen, Jim52's got his, his, his 52 puzzles has started. Yes. Yeah, you were the one telling me, well, you mentioned that in the, the shout box on, the, on Cash yeah. Nebraska.
1: So yeah, he's got them out, and they're all <laughs> in the queue, just waiting to get published. They must be, there must be a backlog, or there must be an issue with the upgrades or something, that yep. uh, Cash Agent and Cash Tech are, are, I don't know if, if they're busy with Christmas time, or it's just a huge backlog, what it is. but Yeah. Things are, my event got published in a day, but mine was very, very quick and simple. Yeah, and I published it in the evening, and it was out before the end of the night. Like, and maybe with
0: the puzzles because there's a final waypoint in. A they, they have maybe. to do a lot more checking. Yeah, checking, you so th- where it is, and, and uh, so yeah, okay. the because uh, I, I noticed the J. I've seen the J. the, J, so, the, the I has started. <laughs> so keep your eye on, uh, north of Irishtown Park in Moncton, and you and should. And they're be able all to scattered
1: slide. around town. Like none of the caches are near where the seat coordinates are. Of course, oh, okay. he's... He's spelling his name. It's very obvious. He's spelling his name. And uh, that was one of his concerns that he mentioned. That Because um, I've mentioned this before. You don't know where the finals for a, bu- a bunch of puzzles are. You try to hide, and you don't know where they are. So he is making it clear on each page where the final is. So you'll know, okay, Jim's got four or five puzzles in Mapleton Park. There's a new uh, branch trail on the... East side of Mapleton Road now? Yeah,
0: someone else was telling me You can't me about get it. under the bridge right now. It's flooded. Oh, you have, to yeah. walk, I have to walk over the highway. Okay. But uh, on the trail on the east side, he's, he's spread into there. Yeah, he, actually, I think it was him telling me about that at the Damascus Coffee event. Yeah, so that's where he's putting them. So he was a little bit concerned about all these 52 puzzles not
1: being nobody really knowing where they are unless you do them. Okay. So he's putting a little disclaimer saying it's in this area. Okay. Which well, is, that's, that's kind of nice No, he's trying. He's, he's aware that puzzles can cause problems when people are hiding. So. Okay, that's, that's really cool. Jim's been around long enough to know the, all the
0: tricks. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's what, 13? Has he yeah. hit 13,000 yet, I think? Oh, well, he's got to be close. <laughs> um, I saw that Tiger Tracker published some more in Dieppe. On the trail? I mean, yeah, he had another section to the trail up in there. I've got all the other ones that he did on that I same section. No? No. I went out. I don't remember when I, I did those. It must have been last summer, I guess, maybe. I'm waiting for the snow. Oh, are you? That'd be a nice, easy trail to walk on. Yeah, it's it's true. Snow. Yeah, I went. Grab some snowshoes and go. I was gonna bike it actually, and it's like no, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I, I biked part of it, but I, I know I, it's was very wet. Yeah, so, that'll be a
1: great winter hike for me.
0: Yeah, that's it. Would be it would be a nice uh, snowshoe run. Yeah. Uh, gray beast. It seems like every time we have a podcast and <laughs> yeah. I talk about caches that have been published recently, we always bring up Greybeast's name. I went through today, and I think it was on the second page, and it was just a, a sea of Graybeast, More and more and more caches. The guy never seems to stop. I, I have no idea what his his uh, hide count is, but I imagine that must be some awful hide. I'd high. say he's getting up to 200. He must be.
1: Really? Oh, Whoa, yeah, wow, He must be. He uh, loves it. Like when, when we were at his house... He was some proud to show us all his containers. He had hundreds of containers. Everywhere. Really? <laughs> and, he's, and he takes a lot of pride in his containers. Does he? Well, that's, that's good. He, that's... he wants to put up a quality cache, and he, and he does. His caches are good. Good. And we had no complaints other than, other
0: than the hike to some of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also saw A.J. Long. There was another a series he did called the Brine Line Series, but I don't quite know exactly where that is. Neither do it's I. It's like black. First I heard of it. He said something about going from a mine to Fundy Park, perhaps, and when I went on the map today and I zoomed out and zoomed out, I couldn't find any places I recognized, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not he, really he sure. He likes where... that s- southern New Brunswick, f- Fundy, uh, Catamount Trail, behind Sussex yeah. area. So well, I, of course, that's where he lives. Yeah, and I suspect that's so probably where it is, but, I mean, if you go in the uh, the most recent for New Brunswick, and I think it's two or three pages in, you'll definitely see the list of uh, yeah. of those in there. And I think he had some other ones in a different section, but that he... I. It was called The Brian Line, number one, number two, number three, and so forth. And I saw somebody else, uh, Cash Scammer in Fredericton, seems to have a, a whole bunch of new caches. I think there was a trail of some kind. Yeah, first I,
1: I noticed a name you got here. I've never... so name
0: I haven't heard. Yeah, just literally go through the... Go through the list page at things related to cash slinger. <laughs> Maybe he's cash slinger and scammer. He, he, he was
1: putting out the caches there for a while.
0: He had a, quite a few, like especially last during last year's winter hide. He did a lot. But of I mentioned hide. at
1: the, at a breakfast at Ferriton that they had to tell him to slow down because other people wanted to hide. He
0: was <laughs> taking all the spots. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I th- and he's a relatively new casher. Like I don't think he's been yeah. caching for very long. Nope. So that uh, so that's that's kind of it as far as caches and events. So. Going from that, we'll, we'll kind of dive right into what I think is probably the, the biggest piece of news uh, in geocaching, at least in recent times, is the launch of opencaching.com. So for those who are out of the loop, don't know, haven't heard of it, or don't care, and you know, it just doesn't matter... Um, Geocaching.com was launched. Well, actually, it started with a spark of rumor, and I think I, I think I did a post about that on, on Cache of New Brunswick about the fact that it looked like uh, Garmin and Groundspeak were sort of parting ways because it always seemed like they were really, really close in, in business relationships, and like on the Garmin units, the geo, the actual Geocaching logo from Groundspeak was gone. It was just a treasure chest now, and uh, Geocaching.com had. Bumped all of the Garmin stuff on their lists. Like you couldn't see the reviews for Garmin units on their site anymore. If you went to upload field notes, the first link used to be Garmin. Now it's the last link for Garmin units. Just little things like that. Which, if you ask me, is kind of petty. But that's I yeah. mean, It's it's whatever. I mean, I don't know what the the, the story is and what happened. And I, to me, it seems that something must have happened between the two companies. But anyway, then on Twitter, uh, there was a guy that I follow. Uh, I can't even remember his name but he he's a guy that runs the uh the Garmin Oregon wiki page and he does another page with like he does like GPS reviews and different things and he said, "Oh, is this a sign that something's happening?" and it said opencaching.com had been registered by Garmin. And so the 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 rumor mill started. Oh, are they going to are they going to start their own site and what's going on? And I I had never heard of open caching before that. Have you Well, you ever well, I had been under a
1: while ago because opencaching.org is in
0: Europe. Yeah. I had been to well when I looked this up, I went to orb, opencaching.us.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's a it's a full geocaching site.
1: Yeah.
0: Based on this open platform, the you know, sharing of geocaching data and yeah. all that kind of thing. So I had seen that a while ago but I never got into it
1: because it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, and and that's I think that was the, the question you know, people are saying, you know, whether or not what was Garmin's intention and obviously now if you go to opencaching.com you can create an account and they have you can search for geocaches and you can log your finds and it's it's all the same thing as groundspeak you're seeing the same types of things at opencaching.com as you have on geocaching.com so that that sort of brings up the the whole topic of how does that affect geocachers are you going to participate in both you know, and there, there's a lot of, there's kind of a lot of mixed mixed feelings. Like, I've, I've read some, the, they got a big thread on the ACGA about it. Okay. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of back and forth, and there's well, a lot well, of opinion. Well, you referenced the ACGA, uh,
1: the executive, which I'm a member of, we had a discussion about this. And we decided we were going to cross-list just because all, all the ACGA caches, almost all, are with a partner. Okay. With the parks, or with cities, like the, the city of Moncton. Yeah. And we wanted to protect their interest as well okay. as the ACGA. Yeah, I can so understand So we wanted that. the park to stake their claim to say, okay, we have caches here. You have to contact us to put any more open caches. That's a good idea. We wanted idea. to cover those bases. So that's the main reason the ACGA cross-listed, just to protect those caches and make sure people know that they can't put an open cache in the park.
0: Okay, that's a good
1: idea. To, to cover the basis and because we're, they're partners with everybody. Yeah, that's true. It, individuals can do what they want, but ACGA has a little bit more responsibility when it comes to that because other people are involved with ownership of those caches, so...
0: Yeah, and it's it doesn't they're, make sense. They're they're for that. It's yeah. a non profit group and they have it's an association yeah. and you want to protect the reputation of that and, and continue to be reputable in that regard. So you know, I it, it, totally, it totally it totally makes sense it, that the ACJ agree would do that, that.
1: Yes, it should be done. Yeah. So. For those because of the partners. Yeah. But and Seppin and I were talking about this. We had coffee this afternoon. He couldn't make it tonight. Yeah. So we had coffee this afternoon to discuss some of this. And his take on open caching is he's is interesting. He listed a cache to see the process. Yeah. He's probably not going to list any fines because he's so dedicated to GC.com yeah. now that people like him and us or anybody that's pretty much invested in the GC.com, why bother switching? But he says new people might say, I'm never going to have big numbers in geocaching. I'm never going to catch up to the leaders if they're worried about numbers. Yeah. But if I jump into open caching right now and start logging them, I could be a leader in open caching. I could be ah, I get the most I, I get the most finds in New Brunswick. Well, there's only 20 people doing it. <laughs> but that th- some people may jump on board of open caching because they see here's a chance for me to be a leader cuz I started way too late in geocaching, but open caching is starting now.
0: Hmm, that's an interesting point. If, I, if they the numbers game is a big deal to them.
1: Yeah, but then they're going to lose it if everybody starts listing caches. Do I if a, if I listed geocache or you listed Ge- you have one listed I yeah. saw today? You're going to go for a swim. Do I have to go back and re-sign that as an open cache, or does signing once cover it at in, in, in every site it's at?
0: And I think that I think that is one of the questions that people are asking because you know yeah. if it is cross-posted against geocaching.com and opencaching.com and John Doe's site.com, yeah. you know, is it necessary for you to log a find on every single one of these? And like me personally I could care less. The 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 reason why I chose to to relist mine and I only did it because there's a somewhat ease in doing it. It's yeah. literally you upload your query, which there's a whole other thing to that I I kind of want to mention and talk about as well, but it it's fairly easy to do. I had 160. There's 160 active caches that I currently own. So what I what I thought about was and I've seen this talked about in the the ground speak forums and on the open caching forums is that there's a concern about saturation. There's a concern that somebody might hide a cache near a cache that exists on geocaching.com. So if you have one, you know, in the parking lot at Sobeys, right, and it's listed on geocaching.com. And then somebody goes to list a cache on OpenCaching.com, which okay. is the post right across the, the from it. The next so
1: lamppost. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So it's it's twenty feet away from the other one. Then you end up with the saturation issue, where, where there's too many caches together, and there is the the possibility of being confused. Because if someone's twenty meters away, you know, are you sure that's the one you actually signed for OpenCaching, or is it really for geocaching? There is a report a cache function on OpenCaching. Is there where, where we're supposed to police it ourselves? Yeah, that, well, that's the other thing that kind of goes along with it too. And
1: I know I was on the forums earlier, or last week I think, and somebody said, "Check out this cache," and it was a complete solicitation for a business, one hundred percent. Oh, really? It. it disappeared within two hours. Somebody at Open Caching deleted it. So really? There is somebody policing it somewhere somehow? That's somebody else did a test. They went and listed one a hundred feet from one of their own geocaches. Okay, and then reported it, and it was gone within an hour. Really? So somebody is, and this was all said on the,
0: on uh, geocaching forums. Okay, now that so s- there is somebody doing something somewhere with it. So uh, the, in that regard, and that kind of comes back to what I was what I was talking about in the fact that I I would think that it, by me uploading my own hides to OpenCaching dot com, I'm sort of saying, look, caches already exist in these locations, and I'm protecting. I'm protecting the geocache locations that I've spent time on placing a cache at. Yeah. I'm not going to, I personally, I'm not going to spend a lot of time, you know, like I didn't go through and fix any of the descriptions. I didn't do anything like that. Yeah. I, I would just literally go through and like click, click, save, click, click, save, click, and just leave it and forget yeah. it. If I go to list a new cache, I'm going to spend my time and effort probably on geocaching.com. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Looking at opencaching.com open as far as my own finds and my own hides and all that kind of thing, but I do think it's worth knowing kind of what opencaching is doing because I think basically the, it seems to me that there seems to be two schools of thought with what's going to happen with this site. One it's going to happen it's going to do the same thing as Terra caching and NaviCaching and all of tear these other things
1: closing at the end of
0: the year and exactly, well, that's exactly that's what i'm weeks. getting at it's it's going to just pop up, be here for a while, and fade away it'll be a fad yeah. right or the other one says that this it has the potential to become real competition to ground speak because you know they're owned by garmin Garmin has money, Garmin has backing, Garmin has developers they have all of that already. So they're the first real competition to ground speak. So, you know, maybe it could become a real competitor. If it doesn't become that, it could at least spawn some additional development by geocaching.com, which it almost seems to be, be the case because you're seeing talk about all these things that people have been asking for for a while, and they say, like, oh, well, you know, we wanted better maps, or we want an API, or we want this and that, and all of a sudden... Speaking of API,
1: yes. when the API gets released, couldn't OpenCache and just go grab an
0: API and throw it all on their own site themselves? Yep. Couldn't they take my cache and list it? Yeah, they could. So why? Well, would... I don't know if they... I think that would depend on the terms of whatever Groundspeak has, but I think, yeah, if, if Groundspeak releases an API that allows you to query the database at at will, they literally could make a, a copy of the database.
1: Exactly. So why wouldn't open
0: caching just... Maybe they will. Maybe one day open caching will have everything on. I that's, I guess that's what we have to wait and see. You know, and, and that's why I think it's... But Groundspeed
1: could turn around and do the same thing. and Because open caching supposedly is open. Yeah, it is. So Groundspeed could go grab open caches and throw them on their site and everyone's got everybody's. Yeah, so... It will be interesting. It's
0: very interesting to see kind of where that goes. And I think that the next six months, by the the time summer comes next year, I think you'll know one way or the other kind of what's happening. And, you know, people are saying, oh, well, what's happened with the open caching is kind of spurring ground speak. And then ground speak saying, oh, well, we already had all this stuff planned already. We're just talking about it now. And it's kind of like it seems a little, you know, now's the time you're picking to bring up all this stuff that you've had planned, and you're bringing out these new functionalities, and it's right after this new site that is real competition to you. It, I don't know. I, I can't say that's really what's going on, but the timing does seem a little interesting. Have you seen the
1: article in the it's a Seattle Business Magazine talking about Groundspeak? No. Being, they are one of the top employers in Seattle. They only have 45 employees. Really? But The benefits and, and things that their employees have are incredible and they're, really? they're ranked as one of the top people to work for in, in the city of Seattle. Really? With only 45 employees. That I
0: did not know. Yeah, well, if you look at how much
1: money they they make. Oh, they, yeah, they make a lot of money. They make a killing in trackables and, and, alone. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> trackables and and don't forget uh, there's probably a million people paying $30. A year.
0: Yeah, you the premium
1: memberships. So there's 30 million there <laughs> to run a bunch of computers. Yeah, it's true. That is true. And they only got 45. Well, I didn't think they had 45 employees. Did I didn't they? think they had that. I was
0: surprised to hear that. Yeah. that, was that so there was, a, there
1: was an article about Groundspeak. So if, if people start saying these guys are fat cats sitting there raking in the money and don't really care about us, it could be true. You know, yeah. a lot of people had that sentiment.
0: Yeah.
1: And maybe open caching will make them say, oh, we've got to be a little more. And, you know, in, in Jeremy's defense, um, he started this himself. Oh, absolutely. And, it, and it's, it's his baby. And he could turn around and tell us all to, to, to shove it, although he 's not <laughs> going to because he 's a millionaire because yeah he he,
0: he, this is his... his i don 't I don't want to say this is his life, but i mean he 's built a, a business from he scratch from he nothing. Did.
1: he did it and yeah. you can 't fault the guy for you know wanting yeah. some ownership of it, but
0: I think that 's the thing though, because it 's grown to be it 's far it's beyond whatever he expected oh, it, yeah. it may be his company, but the sport of geocaching really came from you know Dave Ulmer started it but geocaching.com is really what launched it and once it got big enough that the world has it you can't own, he doesn't own that he he may own that website and and that kind of information so i i was almost expecting to see garmin buy them to have garmin buy groundspeak just, just it would be it would be easy for garmin to buy them and just take it over but Based on this, what seems to be the history with the two, it almost seems like maybe that's Jeremy's saying. You know, there's no way hell I'm going to sell to them for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like just definitely something to take a, uh, a look at. The site is still in beta, so there's things that didn't work. Like I couldn't work. Make, I couldn't have a space in my name. I don't think you can have spaces. No, I someone heard say they can't have spaces. I couldn't have a my user regular new username. I had to go yeah. back to having the little hats on either side of my name because they wouldn't take a three character yeah. name. Yeah, So there's little things like that obviously have to be worked out. But uh, I really don't think it's gonna fly. But we'll wait and see. I I think I think you're probably right. I think that that's what most people are saying. If if anything that happens, it will be a a, a nice push to get some stuff into Geocaching.com that people've been excuse me, asking for for a while. And I also think it's interesting about the, uh, people talking about the fact there's no reviewers. That's really a different... uh... There will be
1: reviews. Somebody said that geocaching.com, I was reading on the forums, when they first started, had no reviewers, and that's wrong. Geocaching.com has always had a reviewer. Jeremy was the very first reviewer.
0: Oh, was he? Okay.
1: All the caches went to him on whatever they were using back then. Yeah. On the bolted boards or whatever (laughs) it was. And he went through and, and verified everything, and then he published them on whatever they were using back yeah. then. And then when he created geocaching.com, he, he got over a little bit, started catching on, got overwhelming, so he had other people become reviewers.
0: And that's where the volunteer reviews yeah, came from. Yeah, because Mountain
1: Biker was one of the
0: original guys. Yeah, yeah. And
1: Jeremy approved his, what, cash number 20 something. Jeremy, he put it in the queue, and Jeremy approved it. He was the first one to. Oh, wow. Because he was the one that started collecting the information. Okay, okay. And that's where it
0: went from there, because he hmm. was the very first reviewer. Really,
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah, it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to to see just kind of what happens. We'll keep an eye on the Moncainary caches and.
1: Well, you and I were discussing just before starting about like social networking and how they're all linking. yeah, and with the API release now, it's almost the same idea. Because right now, if I do a tweet on Twitter, it goes to my Facebook, it can go to my Buzz, it can go yeah. to my whatever. And now with geocaching, you publish one, and bang, bang, bang. It's everywhere. You can set it up, that list this on geocaching, on open caching, yeah. on whatever else comes up in the future,
0: and it'll cross-list on all of them at yeah. once. It would, be, it would be very nice to have a little bit more integration in that. Like, I loved, I can't do it anymore because it doesn't work, but I love the idea that I, when I have my iPhone and I'm caching, and I can do my little, yeah. you know, I, I found it, log it as a field note, and it would post to Twitter. I'd get a tweet on my Twitter I saying, get them. "I say, you know, Zor has found so and so cash." I really like that, and I had people asking, "Oh, well, what's this? What's this?" And it's, you know, it goes to my Twitter, which goes to my Facebook, so all my friends and all my Twitter followers I used see to get that. Them, yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, Matt's out doing some caching today. It's that kind of stuff. I I really think that was that was kind of interesting. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Do you need to take a call? No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. My phone's vibrating. I'm just looking at it. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know whether or not you're... uh, Because I heard a buzzing at you. I didn't know... That's my daughter texting me. Oh, is it? Okay. The world doesn't stop just because we're making a podcast. (laughs) So true. So true. Um, So, yeah, I guess just to kind of sum up, if you have the opportunity, uh, I would check out opencaching.com. I had been contacted by Cash Maniac... He's a guy from Ontario who was commenting on cash up New Brunswick a little bit. Yeah. And he had contacted me about uh I can't even remember what it was, but he he I think he sent us I think a we length? both we got an email yes. of saying, you know, nice site, blah, 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 a couple of things, and he made a couple of comments, but he uh he he Facebook friended me and wanted me to to join this group. So I joined this sort of geocaching group of some sort. Yeah. And uh there was a feature in, in, on the website that you had turned off, and he was wondering why you had it
1: turned off, because more people could find you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Was yeah, like
0: and, and yeah. I ended up turning it on just to see if it would work, and now it's working fine, okay. so yeah. I was okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, he had sent out a message to, I think it's like a lot of the admins from different uh, groups yeah. across the country, um, which reminds me, I have an idea, I want to talk to you when we're done this. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's saying, you know, he was actually in talks with Garmin, say, you know, hey, are you guys interested in having, uh, if you need help or you need some input from the uh, Canadian caching community, you know, here's some people that would be willing to list Canadian caches on your site. So he'd send out these messages to people saying, you know, anybody interested in that? And I said, yeah, you know, I'll list one. And I've got one listed and I will probably list all the ones that I have now. I don't know if I'll list ones in the future, but at least the ones I have now. So it's kind of a, it's definitely, definitely something to keep your eye See, on. See, am the opposite
1: of you. I'm, I don't plan on ever listing mine. Yeah. And I don't care if somebody puts an open cache on the branch on the back side of the tree. <laughs> I really don't care. If somebody logs a find on my cache, they log a find on my cache.
0: Yeah, that that's it, it's irrelevant true. To me, yeah,
1: so. I, and I have no problem
0: with somebody who wants to list them either. Yeah. Go ahead. Why not? That's just different strokes for different folks, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So I guess the only other... Uh, Big topic I had for the month was the uh, the winter come out and play contest. Yep. So uh, Milo's Heart had contacted me. Well, it must be two, three months ago now. I don't know when it was, saying that they she wanted to to do a contest for the whole province. And I think this is the whole thing actually spawned from something they did in Saskatchewan. I think it is. I think is where it started. They did a winner contest where yeah. you had all these different terms and all these different, you know, I don't know what they call it, claims or situations you could you could yes. gain points on and that kind of stuff. And uh, Nova Scotia, the ACGA, kind of jumped on it for Nova Scotia to do a Nova Scotia contest. So she uh, she went ahead and sort of built one for New Brunswick and asked if we could kind of host it on Cache at New Brunswick. And I'm like, if it's a New Brunswick geocaching, you know, no problem. Yeah. I think it's great. Um and so if you've been on the site at all recently, you would have at least seen the banner where you can click on it and learn about the contest and fill out the forms. And So I, me and her spent a lot of time working on getting some of those pages right, and I spent a better part of a day trying to learn how to build those forms correctly without having to code for hours upon hours. So, But I, I finally got something that works for nice forms, which would be great for when I do the race next year because I won't have to... I can have a much nicer looking form for registrations. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, it's it's quite a big contest. There's there's a lot of rules, a lot of sort of conditions. I think there's forty different things you can do, and uh, I think it ended being almost fifty players in total. I think is what she said. In the email, and uh, we haven't seen much about the contest in the last couple of weeks. But for a while there, it was really sort of full on, and. Uh, it's definitely a different variation on a, a winter hide contest that we've we've seen in the past. I know. I know.
1: Jim Fifty Two was a little upset because he likes massive hides, because <laughs> he needs to find massive finds. <laughs> so he said, "I like the old way when you everybody going and they hit a bunch, so there was a lot to find in the winter." <laughs> and he has a point. Yep. But this is different too. It's encouraging hiding and finding, just getting out. It's totally different. And if somebody wanted to do a just a pure hiding competition. They can do pure hiding. Yeah, competition. they could. Jim ran his own last year, and
0: it worked well. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean, they did that in Fredericton too, and it was. Oh yeah. Whew, crazy cool. Fredericton. Yeah. Um, well, I like the contest. It's different. You have to
1: think about it. Have you Have you done any? I've done maybe four or five. That just fell on my lap. That I. Oh
0: the yeah. The Day
1: November first, the day it started. I had three puzzles published that day. It says public I had it done the very first day, and I didn't even know the contest was coming out.
0: Nice. So,
1: you know, I got that, and then I did a uh, maintenance on a couple. Come to find out, it should have been maintenance on somebody else's. Uh I submitted it. She goes, "Well, it doesn't say whose cat own it, so I think it's changed now." Okay. That has to be maintenance on somebody else's cache. Okay. So I just look for users that don't maintain their caches and go. (laughs) They get some disabled and go fix them. Nice. Well, I've got two that are uh, that need yeah. maintenance
0: right now. So. Well, I
1: like the contest. I don't know if I'm going to get all twenty, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I entered. And I'm going to try, and, and if I get them, I get them. I really don't care.
0: I I put my name down. I have not submitted a single claim yet.
1: Yeah, I've I submitted
0: four. I've done. I have snagged a few caches. Like you only got a week to, to submit them. Went
1: from Wednesday. From whence. Thou findest.
0: Oh, is that the yes. rule? Okay, well then I guess I won't be submitting any of those. I think they like, have to be with You have to with, submit within seven submit within, days. Within, within, a, within a seven days of, of, and the, can, of the log. You know, I uh, yeah, then I won't be submitting any of those because I haven't been doing much. Just change the, list. the log date on the cache. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go by the spirit did, of the game.
1: Did I just give somebody some pointers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's just it seems like for at least for myself like the November and and now coming into December I mean it's the seventeenth today it's it's like the time is just disappearing, so uh, I'm in no rush because January February I usually get out I know for the ice walk this year I probably will go walk yeah so I'll I, probably get a
1: dozen or so that day yeah
0: I I, I kind of think the same thing like I've got a week off after Christmas so like Christmas is on a Saturday so yeah. I have the week after that completely off yeah so I might. You know, go through the list of the forty and see, hey, are there? Any, you know, what works for me in this time period, and and submit a bunch of claims. I'm I'm kind of on the same page as you. I'm not, uh, I'm not. I don't have to get all twenty. I'm not gonna someone's pull my got hair all out. Already. Really, someone's got all twenty <laughs> submitted. Wow, that that's someone that's really, really, really into the contest. I would say, but uh, yeah, I i you know I'll participate. I think that she did a great. She's doing a great job by putting something like this together. I just I'm not, I'm not uh not going to jump out and go in totally insane. I guess I'm going to just kick back. It's too yeah. bad though. I should have submitted my. uh You did the caches don't have to be in New Brunswick as long as the person participating is from New Brunswick. So I should have submitted one of my uh California caches that I did when I was in Cal. In uh, is it too late
1: now? Is the time passed?
0: Yeah. Well, I was in California. What. Three weeks ago, two oh, weeks okay, ago, yeah. so it's definitely been more than seven days. Because I had a couple really, really... Yeah, no, I think there's an of Country one. Oh, is there? Uh, maybe, I don't
1: know, I can't I remember. I, I printed it was... off, and I've highlighted the ones I've got done.
0: Oh, have you? Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, because I did one... I did a virtual and three three physical caches there, and the, the virtual I found was really cool. It was like the Wizard of Oz house. Oh, really? uh, There was like the, the ground in the woman... It was a... Uh, Bar fence around her yard, but the entire yard—it had like the yellow brick road and all the little jewels and all the stones oh, and little really? figurines and stuff. Signs say don't take any pictures and this and that. And I didn't take any pictures. The guy I was with standing across the street, snap, 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 snap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was that was a pretty cool virtual, and I, I was yeah. glad to get a virtual there. So, but uh, anyway, if you get a chance, check out the uh, check out the winter contest. A lot of work being put into it, and I, I think it's too late to. Uh... To enter. Yeah, too late to. Yeah, that's true. She had the December December first registration de- deadline. So, uh, but keep your eyes out. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be an, uh, events tied to it. People, you yeah. know, hosting an event is one of the things you can do. And uh, yeah, I've like, got that one done. Yeah, you're going to do that's rear Damascus. Like well, last month. Oh, the last month's the one? Last month. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Um, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. And I imagine they'll have a big uh, a big blowout in the spring. To uh, to run down the contest winners. Speaking of uh, events, uh, upcoming events in the New Brunswick uh, area, we have this typical Tri-City breakfast, the Moncton St. John Fredericton. Uh, It looks like Frank's has become the new home for the Fredericton one. Is that the one we went to? Yeah, I know that they had bailed on it. They did it, then they bailed on it, and then it looks like they've gone back. Yeah, the service wasn't that great and it was slow. Yeah, I think they said something now they're doing a buffet. The room was good. Room was awesome. I yeah, really like that room. Yeah. Um, but I think, and maybe somebody from Fredericton listening to this can uh, you know verify it one way or the other, but uh, it looks like Frank's is going to be the the new place for breakfasts in Fredericton. So if you get a chance, be and you're in the Fredericton area, check it out. Um, what was it Kay's in St. John is still Kays, good. Yeah. And Moncton, it's still Don Cherry's, but I noticed today, and we were talking about this earlier, about the fact that uh, it looks like for December... The breakfast will be held at Mike's on Mountain Road, so that's uh, that's up by Blockbuster, Tim Hortons, uh, yep. up in the Mapleton Mapleton Road area. There's, so if you want to go to uh, want to go to the breakfast event on Boxing Day, you got nothing going on. Mike's makes a great breakfast. Yeah, so that's what I that's what I hear. Yeah, you're doing another Damascus event, January twenty second. Saturday, Saturday night this time. Saturday night. Some people said I can't go; it's a weeknight. Okay. Well, this
1: time I grabbed the weekend. And my daughter said Saturday night is good because she doesn't have to get up Sunday morning. because <laughs> It'll be a long day Okay. for her. She'll, she opens up and then she closes oh, okay. at 5 and then reopens at 7 to 9 for us.
0: So the, the uh,
1: management was okay with giving it to us? management was great. They said no. They were happy. Great. And it's two hours that they have guaranteed customers. And I yeah. don't have to pay my daughter because she works for tips. She did good last week, so let's keep tipping her. <laughs> She's happy. I'm happy. That's good. Great. Great. So. Yeah, it's a great spot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like it. It's I a
1: really... great atmosphere, it's a good spot to do it, and it's just us. So.
0: Yeah, it's. I, I like the fact that it is just us. Yeah. I think there's a certain appeal to that, that it, it belongs else. to us, it's it's only us, it's geocachers only. I told my daughter
1: if somebody stumbled in that wasn't geocachers and wanted a coffee, sell them a coffee. Yeah. Let the store make some money. Obviously.
0: Us, but uh, yeah, it was good. That's cool. Um... Yeah, we didn't. I didn't do any interviews or anything last time. I had my recorder with me, but I was just chatting away, and we were talking about uh, talking about where I goes and Jim's puzzles, and I mean, you name it. I think everybody was yeah. Uh, chatting. Yeah, we still going to get
1: in separate and um, and Mark Irene in to talk about the Vegas. Drive. Yes,
0: the H- ET High. They've told
1: me some stuff that just to me is almost shocking. <laughs>
0: what people are doing on this. Yeah, that's what you, what you were telling me about before, yeah, the stickers and that. Eh?
1: There, there's mile post signs, and at the bottom of there's a pile of rocks, and the cache is hidden in the pile of rocks. People are coming up and just putting their geocaching name sticker on the sign. <laughs> not, they're not even opening the container. They're not moving the rocks or anything. Wow. So that's how they're getting... They probably are barely even slowing... They're probably leaning out the window, sticking them on, and the
0: car's not even stopping. Yeah, yeah. You're probably- so that's not
1: geocaching, so I... I and that's their prerogative. They yep. want the
0: numbers yeah Everybody has their own game, and I I would agree with you. I think you. if I lived in the area, I'd probably go and do them. If I was on vacation, I, maybe I'd add a tack a day on for my vacation, yeah. maybe, well, or something I, like that. You no, know, and, well,
1: Mark and Sepp and, and would go to Vegas every year. Mark's got his time share, so it, it was good for them. Yeah. It was perfect time. Yeah. They love Vegas. They love catching the desert. <laughs> they got some awesome pictures, so I'll let yeah. them t- talk about
0: that. that. That's cool. All right. I, I'm looking forward to that. Um... We already talked a little bit about the Ice Walk, and I know we mentioned this last time that uh, Pa announced the Ice Walk for February, so February six, you get a chance, please come to that. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
0: Um, speaking of events, and I don't know if you got the email or not, and you know, I can, I'll bring it up, but uh, I got an email from the girl in St. John that emailed us about the event we did in the summer. Yes. She emailed me again about doing an event that same weekend. February sixth. She wanted the weekend of the fourth, fifth, and sixth. She said, uh, "Are you uh, are you able or available to do an event in uh, Rockwood Park? They want to do something with geocaching in Rockwood Park." And I I said to her all, and it was it was within a week, I think, of yeah. this of this coming through. So I looked at when the ice walk was, and I said, "Well, I said I can go on this day or this day, but I cannot do you know I can't have us commit to anything yeah. uh, on the day other than." Like the ice walk day, I wanted to make sure that, you know, the ice walk is a big thing around here anyway. And uh, so she's like, okay, I'll email you back in a couple of months. (laughs) I haven't heard from her since. So you might be able to get uh, Kate. KDF, KFD, he, KFD. He,
1: if he's around, I mean, he's, he's well, doing the breakfasts down there. Stuff. Yeah, so he might latch
0: to that. Yeah, and I, am waiting to hear back what they what they have in mind. If they want just another table, or what kind of thing it is, and maybe it's a different day than the ice. Yeah, Rock. the local people might be better to handle. They know Rockwood Park.
1: I yeah, I've never been.
0: never been to Rockwood Park either. So somebody, uh, somebody in the area might be a a good idea for that. I also saw a uh, flash mob in Fredericton for this Sunday. What, any particular reason? It said uh, winter solstice celebration flash oh, mob. Oh, on the nineteenth. Yes, on the nineteenth. Yes, so that must be winter solstice this year. Yes, this it month. must be. And so I uh, the flash mob right at the
1: exact equinox. Or yeah, it
0: whenever it is. Yeah, exactly. So on uh, on February nineteenth, which is you didn't notice who was hosting it? I saw it, but I can't remember now. No. Ah, no, uh, yeah, but Scouter it? Rick. Do I want to okay. say Scouter Rick and somebody else, maybe? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I, that, that's who I'm thinking is, is the host. I don't have it off the top of my head, but that's what seems to come to mind. Um, so they're doing a flash mob on Sunday, which is Sunday, December 19th, because Friday's the 17th, right? We're the 15th today? 15th, 16th, yeah, because 17th, it's Friday off, and I know it's the 17th. So, <laughs> um, And that's it for... That's it for events for the foreseeable future. So I'm, I'm sure some more will pop up here and there. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully by the time we do Januarys, we'll see some more events popping up, which is uh, which is good. Um, aside from that, I know you had uh, mentioned beforehand. We talked. You wanted to. Uh, you were talking about Geosphere. You mentioned uh, the new app. Yes, the new app, the new app for the I mean, iPhone.
1: It appears to be only for the iPhone or the Touch.
0: Um,
1: I like it. Yeah, it's got. I think it has more features and laid out much better than the the official the, app. The official app. Just, it's got better search functions. It's more. There's more filters. It seems to just be a little more user friendly. Yeah. That one thing we just watched the video. You can set a target cache, and that's the one you're looking for. And while you're walking to it, you can go search and look for other caches and browse through your your list, which you can now. Search alphabetically, which the official app can't. If it starts with an S, you have to scroll through scroll the S's. all yeah. the way through the S's to find it. Yeah. And uh, I don't use geocodes, GC codes. I mean, they all look the same <laughs> to me. So if I'm looking for a cache,
0: so now you can do that.
1: Hmm. And while you're doing that, you still have your little compass up on top to keep you walking towards your target cache.
0: So, yeah, because in the official app, you either have the map or the compass. But once you have to stay on that screen at all times. And your
1: map... I might be mistaken when you're when you have your map open. You, it only shows the cache you're going for. It doesn't show no. All the that's caches. right. It doesn't show any. This of the one, caches. if you download and you can sort your caches and save them in different uh, chat. Uh, I can't remember the word there. Groups. Groups. But you could have a, a New Brunswick group and a Nova Scotia group. You to have okay. just a Moncton a Fertig group. And just and as you download your pocket queries, put them into proper groups. Okay. Which is nice. Hmm. But um, you can actually walk and do other things. But when you bring up your map, it shows all the caches that are in there, not just the one. Not so just you, the one you're now. So used. you can pull up your map and say, "Which one's? Oh, I can get this one quicker instead of that one." Where right now, just by looking at your route, so finding going to the nearest cache
0: might not be your best alternative. That's sometimes. more like uh, that's more like the map on a standard GPS. Because if you're In navig- books, yes, yeah, exactly. like if, you, if you're on a re- if you're using a regular GPS and you're, you've got the map open with maybe the compass arrow on the top, you know you're navigating towards the cache. You see, oh well, there's one right over here when, where I was before. This said I was the closest, but now I'm actually yeah. closer to that one. You can change it right away. Yeah, and it's got so. quick links on the bottom, so your main page, and then you can
1: change pages quickly. Okay, and where the other one you have to go back, back,
0: back, back, back. back. Yeah, this that- one you
1: don't go back. You just go right to here, right to here, right to here, and it's. You know, and I, I don't
0: mind the official app. I don't mind. No, I app. like it too. I do it's like. it. It's just that, and I have had problems with it though. Now I can't—I can't use field notes anymore. I can't do the—the uh, the Twitter updates. They that broke the moment Twitter changed their—they uh, changed some stuff on the back end, so yeah. that broke the geocaching integration, which really sucks. And I know that there's people that have been nagging GroundSpeak about it. So, Geosphere, according to them, you can log field notes while yep, you're going. that's cool. Every time I do a field note yeah. upload now, it fails on the on yeah. the updated version of the and official you can, app. you can find caches nearby. You could be sitting in the middle of nowhere,
1: and it finds the caches using your GPS coordinates, which nice. is nice. Yeah. I think that the official app
0: does that as well. But you need that. Well, it's kind of interesting to see the, the variation on it, and that was actually something I was going to say, you know, for uh, maybe for an upcoming podcast, you know, maybe not next month, but sometime down the road, kind of really... Roll down through all the mobile stuff because it's that's really within the last three years, even the last year and a half to two, yeah. it's really it's kind of shifting that way towards the, the using of a mobile device. Versus yeah, because I can two BlackBerry
1: programs and the uh, iPhone app on my Touch. Yeah. And I'm just using it for information only. I'm not actually
0: kind of like a PDA. Like it's like, like paperless. a PDA. Yeah. It
1: does everything, but actually, I can't find the cache with it.
0: Yeah. No GPS. Has, touch.
1: All the features are identical. So I've used three, and this Geosphere is really nice. Hmm. But uh, Geosphere, it's, you search for it. I can't remember really the name of the website, but just search yeah. Geosphere. You'll find it.
0: I just Googled Geosphere, and it came out. There's right a else. demo
1: video. talks about all the different features, and it's available on iTunes for $8. $8. All right. So um, that's like a coin. <laughs> yeah, coin. Speaking of coins, there's some people that have been, are complaining. I mean, number one scout brought up that his cache is, is still stolen by a geocacher.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we were having a discussion about this earlier. I, I, I put a comment today on, on Cash of New Brunswick talking about the whole uh, muggled cash as cash is going missing, and then that, it also seems that that same post uh, led into the discussion about missing coins and trackables as well. I, I, coins, I think 90% of the coins
1: that go missing is out of error. Out of People take them and don't know what to do with them. They don't understand... They log them wrong. They forget to log them. They fall underneath the seat of their car and it sits there for months. I know people have, and I've, I think I did it one time, I found a small travel bug in my geocaching bag that I didn't know was there. And I very quickly got it back in place. Really? But I had a travel bug, a coin, and another travel bug go missing all in the same week in Nova Scotia. Two of them went in the mega and never came out just maybe two weeks ago. My, I marked them all missing. They have been missing for a while. And just two weeks ago, my coin, some guy said, hey, I grabbed your coin out of a cache in, in Shubenacadie Park. In <laughs> a- Don't know how it got there. So someone's moving it without logging. logging the, ca- the And I, so I sent him an email. said, do you have the coin or did you just discover it? Because he only discovered it. He didn't move it.
0: Okay. He said,
1: I have the coin with me. So now it's going to get moved again. And I bet you he's not going to drop it and I'm going to lose it. Wow. That that sucks. (laughs) So he said, he just discovered it. He said, I have the coin. I'm going to, I'm going to go and hide it. Hopefully he'll drop it, but he just discovered it. He never took it.
0: Yeah. So so now
1: it's probably in another cache and still missing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of what I was saying. I mean, with the whole, the whole coin thing, when I first started caching, I bought a couple of coins off eBay and released them. Yeah. And I mean, all of those are gone. They've, They've never. That's the only coin I've released. Yeah, I, I never got anything. Any, I think they hopped for a little while and then poof, they just vanished. And uh, that's when I, I purposely said, to, sort of to myself, that I won't release coins. You know, if, if I spend the money to buy a coin, yeah. you know, it's it's a coin I like, it's a coin I want to keep. I'll keep the coin and add it to my collection. I'm not a, a collector, but I if I'm like. going to spend the money to get a coin, I'd like to be able to keep it. Now, to add to that, kind of what I said on the site, if I saw a really cool coin and I thought this would be cool to circulate, maybe I'd buy a second coin and use that one to send out. But the moment you send out a coin, the moment you send out a bug, you accept you, you accept the liability, the responsibility, whatever word you want to use, that you'll never see that again. The odds are it's gone for good. So, I have nothing moving now. All, everything is either lost or stalled somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, the most, the one I had sent out for the four South Park kids... Yeah. And Eric Cartman's the only one I get I see continue to move. Yeah. I know that the, the other guys, two of them made it to Colorado. I yeah. know that they actually got to Fairplay, Colorado, which is the real South Park. Um and the other two just poof vanished. So you know I spent five dollars on a on a tag. Five dollars yeah. I can say, okay, you know what, that's it's Yeah. But uh Yeah, so I, mean, I think Nemo was the one saying, oh, well, you know, you should still send them out, you should still send them out, and, you know, I I kind of, I understand his point. It's very cool to walk into a, ca- uh, a, a area, dig out a cache, and you find a really cool coin in it, and if nobody circulated coins, well, you'd never have that, but, you know, I don't necessarily know if I want to send out...
1: I only circulated one coin, I- Islander was selling them, and it was leftover coins he had, and he just wanted to recoup his costs. Oh, okay. So he said, I'll sell you a coin for $5, but the deal is it gets released. Okay, and he had a release party where an event where people came and grabbed the coins and took them. Oh, okay, I never went, so I bought a coin. He sent it to me. I activated it. I had it ready to go, and I dropped it in that event. Oh, okay, and went and this is that's the coin. It hmm. went about four places, disappeared.
0: Really, they never cool. got out of Nova Scotia. All wow. three of my
1: caches got missing in Nova Scotia. Or, or travel, boxes, travel box, travel so. box, really. Yeah. Not in Nova Scotia.
0: Oh, just, they, they go missing. You know, <laughs> coincidence. That just yeah. happens to be where they, they disappeared. Be, yeah. Well, that's, and I think what you said earlier is probably the case. In most cases, it's people that just don't get it. New cashers or cashers unfamiliar with the yeah. whole trackable etiquette. And, and there could be some people that do take them and keep yeah. them. Oh, yeah, because I, I, I've heard the stories at events, you know, people talking about how, oh, well... So and so used to steal coins, and so and so used to steal bugs. And, okay. Yes, I've never heard that. Thought. Oh, I've, I've heard. I, I don't know who it was. I, somebody. Well, we're not going to say names. Even no, I'm universe. not going to say. I don't even remember who's, who who <laughs> yeah. said it. Who said it yeah. to me, and who the person was that was stealing coins? Because I have heard a story from some cashier at some event about, oh, well, yeah, like five years ago, like long before I was ever cashing that. So and so was going from cash to cash, taking any bug or any coin they could. Find. I could
1: see somebody going around, and and you mentioned that in your log today, and grabbing ammo cans and reusing them because yeah, there's no. But who's going to go and grab a, a, a house with ceramic figures and put it somewhere else? I mean, they know they're going to get caught. So
0: somebody took it because they liked it and they got it in their house. Or yeah. Whatever. And and that's the thing. And just like I said in the comment, you know, it it was a nice cash. He, he obviously put some time and effort into it and he he, he not invest him, yeah. in it. And I do. I feel for him. And I, I you know, I, I wish there was something I could do for him. But at the same the same token, it's if you put that out in the woods especially in a park within the, the city limits... It's not far from the trail. No, then you have to accept the responsibility that, that that's going... that At some point or another, that will probably go missing. How many people lose caches? People lose caches every day. Yeah. Caches get muggled, things get taken. So, you know, if if, if I was going to spend $500 on a cash container, you know... One, I probably don't think I ever would spend twenty dollars on a cash container no. unless I won the lottery and I don't care. And then maybe the cash container has money in it. Who knows? But if I was going to spend that kind of money on a on a cash, you know, one, I would I would hide it in a remote area. I mean, I think that's yeah. why I mentioned the Dobson in my comment. Like yeah. If it's at the five, seven, ten k mark Dobson, where it's the only people that go out there are people that are hiking or people that are caching the trail, yeah. right? those Those kinds of places, um I would have no problem putting a cash out there, and if I didn't, I would accept that the possibility is going to come up that that will go missing, and I have to be okay with that, yeah you know but if I get and i i don't know if I put this in the comment or not, but if I spent that kind of money and I got a lot of positive feedback, that's what we get that's we don't get if you spend a hundred dollars on a cash yeah you don't get anything back on that investment other than the logs. So if I get lots and lots of good positive feedback on it and it lasts a while, then I consider you know. You mentioned that about your ammo cans. Yeah, you know I I consider that that's my that's my reward, my investment. I made that investment and that's how I get my return on it. If you want to use the the financial terms on it. Yeah. And you know cash is there four and a half years. It, it did well for for the time it was there. So you know, hopefully maybe he gets lucky and, and finds stuff. If not, well, you know. Yeah cut your losses and move on so go from there um the last I just had some closing comments just a couple of things we already talked about this uh, kind of upcoming topics you know we're always looking for new ideas things that people want to talk about I usually just pick stuff at random that uh, has been uh, hot topics on the website or on geocaching.com or new things that come up so uh, if you have an idea for a discussion please uh please let us know I know Jim you've mentioned a couple of things that you uh thought would be a cool idea, so hopefully sometime down the road we can get those in. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to talk about the ET Highway. I think it'd be really cool to sit down with Mark and yeah. Mark and Jeff or one or at least one of the two of them and uh, have a conversation about that. Uh geocaching with your phone and some kind of mobile discussion about all the different things that kinda of going along with that. And uh something that quite bluntly is still pissing me off yeah. <laughs> is the, the spread of the short log. The all the logs with the TFTCs and the, the smiley faces and all that kind of thing, it's it's getting more and more and more and more. And I, I read a thing on the GroundSpeak forum saying um, some people are attributing that specifically to the mobile because a lot of people now are logging their finds remotely and they don't want to spend the time to write out a log on their phone, so they're just putting the quick little log and then submitting it. Makes sense, yeah. And it, it does make sense, but, you know, if... If I have a, a lamppost cache, okay, I don't care what your log says, but if I put out a series and a nice trail or something like that, yeah. or you know I don't care if they're copy and paste logs, but put something. Give me something substantial. And I think <laughs> people were putting longer logs because
1: each cache was an adventure ten years ago or yeah. like, even five years ago. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot there was a, a quarter of the caches up now. Yeah. So when you found one there was always something to say about <laughs> it. But now you can go out in a day and find a hundred. Yeah. And what are you gonna say? Nothing. <laughs> to say. And I can't remember half the caches I found yeah, on cache runs. Yeah, it's true. I've... So, you know, it, like you said, but a little more. I, I would like it, but that, I mean, that's... What I love about, and I guess we'll talk about it with the mobile when we talk about that, is logging right there when it's fresh. And I always try to put something fresh.
0: Oh, and you about know when you...
1: In, when, you're... When, I'm, when I'm going, something that I'm, I'm doing right now, and you experience that with my logs... On your series. Yeah. The- Some of them made no sense, but <laughs> it was just a running joke at the time. And yeah. It made sense to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's what I like about that, it. That was, I sat here, I sat here and read your and, your and Paul's logs, and I'm here yep. laughing my friggin' butt off. I couldn't believe yep. it. I'm like, just almost tears in my eyes laughing, and I'm like, I can just picture you guys out in the field doing this. So yes. that that made getting, what? Six hundred or three hundred logs from you guys in a day or a day or two—that made it worth it because it was it was nice to read stuff. And, it, and
1: you and you knew each email was something different. Yeah, exactly. When I get an email and I see three of them are the same, and there's twenty. I don't read the other seventeen.
0: Yeah, I just I usually check the first couple, and if they're all copy and paste logs, yeah, I'll read yeah. the first few, and then I, I delete yeah. the rest. So yeah. so. But uh, beyond that, I think that pretty much covers it. If we yeah, it's enough. We are close to our hour. I'm sure we're we're close to there. Where are we at? We're at look oh, at that, yeah. 57 and a half minutes. So, um, yeah, So if you have any idea, ideas, suggestions, comments, flames, marriage proposals, whatever it is yeah. you want to uh, send to us, just post it as a comment on the post on Cash Up New Brunswick. Um, this will probably be posted tomorrow, so it'll be up before the weekend. And uh, hope to see you next month. So. That's uh, Zor and Reverend Slippery signing off for Cash's Corner. Have a good Christmas, or Kwanzaa, or whatever your holidays are. Thanks. See you later.